<laughs> it's all good. It's all good in the hood. So, boom, in the midst of us getting off the FaceTime and getting to record, I changed it. And I kind of want to start this episode by firstly properly introducing you to my podcast, giving you your flowers, and then we can move on with the stuff we got to talk about. Okay. So, episode of Keys to Sign, you know what it is. I ain't even know what to say. What episode? Just know it's an episode. I got a name. I'm going to call these. You've seen the name by now, but I'm not going to say the name throughout this episode. You'll just see it after it's released. Um, As you just heard, well, maybe I cut a little bit, but I'm sure I gave a little snippet to hear who I'm with, man. I'm with, I personally like to call her a genius. Every time, every time I have conversations with this young lady, this young mastermind, this young mogul, I'm like enlightened. And I get to thinking to depths that I, that normal people, that normal conversations don't lead me to. Like, like a lot of people you have to dumb down your conversations for. But no, but, 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 but with the guest today, oh yeah, you're going to need to come with, you're going to need to come correct because you're going to have to come with respect and you're going to have to come with that chick. Huh? <laughs> no, Kendall Brown, the uh, host of Soul Talk. And the genius, my cousin. Let's go. Uh, yeah, he do too much. <laughs> he does. He do too much. I'm just the average person who's just very wise and I'm very open to learning things. I don't take everything personal. Once you just stop taking everything personal, you realize that everything happens for a reason, and that you just gotta roll with the punches of life because it ain't no handbook to this shit. You feel me? So it is what it is, and you live. How you live and control what you can control. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, but I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Um, Like he said, I did have a podcast. And go check me out. I promise you, you can listen to me while you're cleaning up, you're studying. If you like Jill Scott, Anthony Hamilton, uh, Nita Baker, all them, come to my podcast. Like, I think me just saying them artists said enough. Um, my social media is I am so talk underscore. Definitely catch me on Twitter, though. Twitter where I'll be at with the good quotes. You hear me? Simple. Period. But, yeah, and I'm just glad to be here. So, boom. Let's kick it off like this. Our relationship, because it's still fairly new. Yeah. But it feels like I've known you on a personal level a lot longer than I actually have. Right. Why did it grow so fast to you? Or why is it growing so fast to you? I feel as people re- people like recognize good energy, you know, like subconsciously and what they own soul and inside. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a very genuine, gentle aura to begin with. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm a very friendly person in general. Mm-hmm. But because we click so fast, because when you're open-minded and you're able to learn, like you just take everything as like a learning experience. And then you're goofy and then you're fun to be around. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same way. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of automatically click. Because not to mention, we really found out because we did Forex together. Real talk. So we was already kind of like building a bond right there. But then we found out we were related. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, we can take it up a notch if it's safe enough. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how I feel like it kind of went down. Man, now, now FaceTime, you have to blue all the time. Cause I... <laughs> 
Oh, I, I absolutely, I absolutely adore our our relationship because you're so intelligent and you're so and you're so soulful. Not no pun intended, but and and you gonna you right or wrong can like you know take it how you will, but she gonna give you the real, and you always need those type of people in your circle. You you have to have those type of people with you. And so, and so I was I was wanting to speak on Soul Talk a little more because you came to me, cousin. I want to start a podcast. You started doing your podcast, stopped a little bit, um, re- remix. Well, you didn't even remix anything, but you know, gathered yourself and came back, and you've just been on fire. Like you said, your Twitter. I could I could post quotes from your Twitter every morning, and I, I thought about doing it. That's why that's why I said I thought about taking a quote from your Twitter every morning and posting it because people need to see the things that you put out. And um, I really want to know, why is that so big to you? Like, you know, putting out that, well, I don't, obviously it's good to put out good energy, but, you know, you're like, you're consistent with it. And like, it's a personal thing to you, I believe. Okay, so when I was making my podcast, it was crazy because when I was in the hospital, because I have sickle cell, and their children, they have this place called their Secret Studios, right? And the Secret Studios, they always had, like, famous people coming there, right? Like, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, people from America, I know. I even met Dirk Nowinski, got an autograph from that man. I met Tony Romo. Like, I met so many people. But I enjoyed going down there because having sickle cell... I did not like the medicine that they gave me all the time. So it was more so of a mental thing. So I was like, at the age that I was, distractions, what do I like to do? And I realized that I was really good at speaking at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, my my teacher, my fourth grade teacher, Ms. Redman, she from Charles Rice, she was the person who really introduced me to speaking because, let me tell you, in South Dallas, right, it's this dude named Dawson Sherman I would never forget. That boy was from South Dallas, went from school to South Dallas and made it all the way to Oprah Winfrey Show because he made his own poem. It was like uh, for the MLK program or whatever. And she was basically like our coach behind the scenes, you know, because mm-hmm. even though we were competing against each other, we were also competing in schools. So, I mean, against other schools. So long as like our school was in that one, two, three category, we still good. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was all about. And she really like just told us like that speaking is not about just having accents or certain words, it's becoming natural with it. You mm-hmm. know, and when you're passionate about something, you start to really like, you know, like develop certain skills along the way and inherit things. And then I took speech classes as I went because I felt as now that I'm becoming my own person, I don't want to live in regressive. I wish I could have did that. I wish I could have explored. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. And we're so young, we have so much potential. And like you said, I'm so wise. And I feel like with my voice, I'm going to use it for the purpose that I feel as is most beneficial. And I got inspiration along the way, not from just my childhood, but also from like my peers as well. Um, This one, one of my close homeboys, um, he also has his own little podcast as well, but I view it as like another sign. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that God can communicate with you in different forms and different ways and especially through people. Of course. And it was heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was always, like, heavy, like, on my mind that I'm going to be made somewhere on TV or, like, talking or something. I even went to the beauty supply store recently, like, 
like a month ago, two months ago. And the man that owns the beauty supply we just having a casual conversation. He say, your gift is talking, is speaking. Mind you, the day before, I had just prayed to God about my purpose and what am I made to do. And look at that. You see what I'm saying? So when, when I lost my cousin, I had like a spiritual awakening in a journey with God and building that intimacy. And I like I tell you every time God be saying that I'm networking in traditional ways. And this is the way that I'm getting my name out for myself because I don't believe in working until I'm 65 forever. I believe in building a legacy for myself if it's possible. So my podcast is just more. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like what makes anything successful is if you have a consistent and stable foundation. And building good habits is very hard sometimes, you know. But over the time, I was like, well... I had to take accountability. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. it's hard being consistent with consistency. It's always easy to, to be consistent with inconsistency. And that's with anything. And procrastination. That's like that's like a double duo whooping your ass. Simple. What like, they, like you say. Y'all like, y'all like raps. Like, if you know it's simple that can be done, of course you're not going to do it right away because it's so simple. You gonna I got time. And then you're going to wait. And then you're going to wait. Then it's too late. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, dang, where did time go? Man. And it's like, biggest problems. Yeah, it's like along the way, I had to form good habits in the middle of chaos. So I can go to those things in the middle of my bad times. You feel what I'm saying? And when I took my break back, I was going through a mental space. I wasn't a really good, like, stable mind spot, you know? And it was kind of draining because I saw myself falling up. I saw myself being inconsistent. And then certain circumstances I also seen, it was just like, dang, like, I'm a mama and I'm in college right now and I'm trying to do this. It's a lot on my plate and, and I'm not focusing on one thing at a time. I'm trying to do everything at one time. And that's not going to be able to happen. So when I came back, I said, when I come back, I need to be able to make sure that I'm not going to come back no more. Like, this is my last time doing it until, like, further notice, unless I'm, gonna, unless, like, I'm elevating to a studio or, like, you know what I'm saying? All like, right. if it's not some business type of things where I have to take a break. I'm not saying I'm not going to take no self-credit, but it's all with time management. Like, everything's falling in place when it's in need to, you know, to make it easier for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because me, I'm an overthinker. Man, overthinker at night or overall? Overall, in general, like I have a problem with control. That's why I'm saying, like I'm letting go of control every day, allowing things to be what it is and what it's not. I can't control it. The only thing I control is my my decisions, and whatever decision I make is gonna dictate how it's gonna go any further. You feel me? So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Like I'm just allowing it to be what it is and allow myself. To just steady focus on me, steady be content with myself, show gratitude for the small things. Mm. Man, and, say, say that bar that you said yesterday. I'm sorry to cut you off. What bar I say yesterday? You say, um, it was about being alive. You was like, it was about, um, damn, that sounds long. It was about feel, being alive and um, uh, loving those small things that you was talking about. I like this doing the smart things in life. Hmm. Being alive is like a breath of fresh air, like literally. When you really live in life for real, like really, when you really take away all the bad stuff, life ain't really that bad, and life is actually worth living. 
um, life is made like yin and yang. You get what I'm saying? In order to have balance, you got to have chaos and good, good mm -hmm. and bad to balance it out. That's how you get peace. You know what I'm saying? And when you start to show gratitude for the smallest things, that's how God's going to not withhold all of your blessings because you're just being thankful for the smallest things in life. Right. And I take that ass because now literally I would stop and look at a flower growing out the ground. I would think that's the most beautiful thing ever. Or maybe how the clouds are arranged and the colors of the sky. It may be just couples being in love or kids laughing at the playground, parents being with their kids, eating ice cream. Like I find little things like that so beautiful, you know, so contentful. You know what I'm saying? Like no, really. I don't do so. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't sit, I don't know. Like or, like, so do you take time and sit and look at these things, like, at a park, per se? Just sometimes in general, because, like, my life is busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a work. I go to work, and I'm also a college student, and also um, a mom, you know? Right. So my life is basically every day is something different. And the dynamic of my job, I'm dealing, like, with kids at the school. So I'm at a schoolhouse. So I deal with different personalities. I see people's mom, their parents, how they interact with one another. You know what I'm saying? So it don't even me got to be outside. I can just be in the store, you know. Very observant. A boy come in, yeah. I'll see a man coming to get some flowers for his mom or his girlfriend, you know. I might see the person at the deli just cooking. I'm not cooking, cutting the meat up because he's happy. He content. And I feel like when you actually go through things that put you at such a low point, you never want to see that person or meet that person again. So you're gonna do everything in your power not to ever meet that person. Of you again, like that's your first and last time in that part of you ever, right? You get what I'm saying, and I feel like that's cool, you know. Like, I feel like for me to be so young, I'm understanding what it means to like be at peace. And I told you, inner peace is a new success. And that's all that I crave at this age and at this point is inner peace. And I kind of realized that if you don't have people that can help calm your storms in the midst of chaos, they don't need to be around you. Because every every person plays some part of like role in your life and are a part of your living experience. You know what I'm saying? Fully. I believe that as well. If you like, really vibrational people, it's going to rub off on you. Because it's been it's hard being a high vibrational person in a room full of low vibrational people. They're going to make you think you're going insane. Really, you the same one in a full, 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 you in a room full of insane people. But you sane. Right. But it look like you're insane. Yeah, because you insane because you happy. Yeah. So it's like, what? That's what it be like. People be like, why are you so happy? Why yeah, you tweaking. Yeah, why you tweaking? <laughs> you tweaking. Why? What do you mean, why? And it's like I told you, like, like yesterday, how I told you, like, I feel that this chapter in my life is basically called me. Like, I'm basically building my boundaries, being content, being firm, and also building that intimacy with God. You know what I'm saying? Mm 